It never gets old talking to fantastic authors with cool stuff to share. So if and you don't mind, we're going to talk to one right now. You're listening to the Elevate Your Aid podcast, where we firmly believe that time management and productivity is just a matter of simple mathematics and prioritization. Productivity guru and self-care ninja Chris McPeak will debunk your biggest time management limiting beliefs. It's time to hear from everyday people like you sharing their tips and strategies for success and learning how to incorporate small changes in your life in order to make the most of every hour in your day. If you're ready to prioritize, synthesize, and realize your daily needs and wants, you're in the right place. Here's your host, educator, podcaster, and wannabe 200 breaststroke national champion, Chris McPeak. Today, my guest is the author and blogger and simplicity specialist, Courtney Carver. Courtney, thank you for joining us on Elevate Your Eight today. Yeah, I'm happy to be here. Thanks for the invite. So you are considered to be, by many, a major leader in the minimalist movement, if you will, as well as, in my opinion, the expert on the capsule wardrobe. So how did you sort of create this philosophy for yourself as as an educator, I guess? Well, it never really came from a capsule wardrobe perspective. It came from a, oh my God, my closet is out of control and I don't know what what to do. (laughs) So really came, yeah, it was just so chaotic. And I had been simplifying the rest of my life. And so the simpler the rest of my life got, the more of a hot mess my closet was, and it was really stressing me out. So I decided to create a fashion challenge, which that was really where it started. It started with the fashion challenge before it got to the capsule wardrobe place. Uh, But now that I practice this, you know, dressing with less philosophy mm-hmm. all the time. It is my now my capsule wardrobe. I love it too. And I, I've done it quarterly for probably the last four or five years, maybe, maybe a little longer, maybe a little less. Um, and I've done plenty of, you know, Instagram stories on, you know, what pieces am I wearing today? So for those that don't know what it is, your particular one, Project 333, what, is it, what does it consist of? Yes. So Project 333 is the minimalist fashion challenge I created in 2010, where you dress with 33 items or less for three months. And those 33 items include clothes, jewelry, accessories, and shoes. But they don't include things like underwear and sleepwear and uh, workout clothes don't count either. Right. However your workout clothes have to work out or you have to count them in your 33 items. So if you're a yoga pants enthusiast and you like (laughs) to go to the grocery store in your yoga pants, those cannot be workout clothes. They have to be part of the 33 pieces. That's right. Got it. I want to move forward and just dig into Project 333 from a productivity and time management perspective. Obviously, I, I know for myself that it saves time. And you said earlier that it originated from your need to get, you know, your closet in some order because it was a mess. But tell me what you've learned about it, Project 333, from a, from a productivity standpoint. So much. There have been <laughs> so many benefits along the way. You know, I, I started out thinking it would be things like saving money, uh, saving a little bit of time by not spending so much time shopping. But I've created so much more in terms of 
of time to be creative and not just actual minutes on the clock, but more, I guess, brain power or mind space to do the creative work that I want to do because I'm not spending all of that energy uh, deciding what to wear, what to buy, what goes with what, what people are going to think about what I'm wearing. All of those crazy decisions that were tied up in my giant wardrobe, I don't have to make anymore. And so I naturally have more freedom to be creative, to make decisions, to work, play, whatever I want to do. You're in Salt Lake City. You said earlier, I'm in Southern California. So I, I switched mine out. I'll do one like spring, summer, and then I'll do one fall, winter. And then I keep my clothes in totes. So do you find that from, from the three months to three months that your, your pieces change very much? Like, do you definitely alter them with the seasons? They definitely change a little bit because we have some pretty severe weather changes from summer to winter, for instance, and even spring and fall, but not as much as you might think. So it's not like I have 33 new items every quarter. There have been some quarters where I only change out one or two items, and sometimes it's upwards of 50% of the items. And then I just go back into, I have like one container with other seasonal items. So I'll just go back into that container and get what I need and then take out the stuff that I'm not going to wear. Where before I had everything out plus everything that I didn't wear as well, just because I had it. But even just having that, like having to sort through winter coats in the middle of summer uh, or summer, a summer dress in winter, it was just adding to the amount of stuff I have to think about in a day. And with all the stuff we have to think about, if I can eliminate it in an area that's not going to make a big difference, why wouldn't I? Yeah, and I, I find too that I'm I'm not as a, I'm not as excited or I, I don't put much effort into the concept of like having a lot of jewelry. I'm definitely a minimalist in the jewelry arena because I have like two or three pieces I like to wear with everything because they're universal and they were gifts too. Like the only ring I wear is my wedding ring. The only necklace I wear is usually something that my husband gave me. So. I mean, I, I think like, oh, look at now all the room that I have for another top or another pair of pants. And I realized too, with this, once I swapped out for some of my more fall pieces, I have so much black and white. And at first I was kind of like, oh, I don't think I like that. But then I went, you know, with this, with a couple accessories of color, you've completely re, rethought the, the outfit for the day. So I kind of am embracing that I have so much black and white in my closet. Yeah. And it's cool to be able to have the time and space to notice that. I think that we get into this default mode where we're just constantly adding and adding and adding. And like what you said about jewelry, that's, that's how I am now as well. But pre-project 333, mm-hmm. I was always looking for jewelry to accessorize with and just kept buying more and more and more. And I didn't realize that I didn't enjoy it until it was gone. So it was something I thought I was supposed to do or that I should do. And I had done it for so long that it just became a habit. And once I had some separation from that jewelry, when I went back to it, all I could think is, why was I holding on to that? Or why was I even wearing that? Like, it's not, it's not my style. It's not what I enjoy. And I have never had someone comment on my lack of jewelry wearing since I started this challenge and it's just really nice not to have to think about it. Yeah. 
Exactly. And so you live this 365, like all year, and you just, you go quarter to quarter with, you know, different arrangements to your, your wardrobe. I do. And on the few occasions where I haven't counted because I just quickly did a transition of clothes. If I count towards the end of the season, I'm almost always, or I should say always 33 items or less just naturally by this point. I mean, it's been almost 10 years. So this has become the new, the new normal for me. Oh, my delightful Elevate Your Eight audience. In the spring, our fancy lightly turns to thoughts of spring cleaning, no more winter, and possibly getting our asses back in gear with a morning routine. The days are getting slightly longer, temperatures getting somewhat warmer, unless you live in Chicago, and you're probably excited to start wearing your short sleeves, unless you live in California. Regardless, spring is a great time not only to clean, but to hone your morning routine which is why I'm offering the free challenge Morning Routine Glory starting on Monday, March 23rd. We'll spend four days together doing a time inventory, a positivity wish list, all of which will culminate in your very own brand new morning routine. The challenge is absolutely free and you can sign up right now by going to chrismcpeak.com forward slash morning. Sign up today and mark those calendars for Monday, March 23rd. Now back to today's episode. You're an author. You've published a number of things. I have a, um, a couple of your eBooks in my in my Kindle arsenal, but the new book is is out now. This is called Project Three Thirty Three: The Minimalist Fashion Challenge That Proves Less Is So Much More. I'm assuming that takes the fashion challenge to the next level. Let's talk a bit about the book. Like, why now, almost ten years later? What what brought you to that level where, like, okay, I need a book. <laughs> Yeah, it's interesting because Project 333 always seems to take over every conversation. And so if I'm out speaking at an event about willpower or any kind of simplicity or anything at all, really, a question will come up about Project 333. And then that's all we'll talk about for the rest of our time together (laughs) because people are really interested in it. And so um, in the end of 2017, I published my book, Soulful Simplicity. And I included a chapter called Simple is the New Black, all about Project 333. And after the book came out, my publisher asked me if I would write a book about Project 333. Uh, And of course, I said, yes, I was excited to. It's something that people really get excited about, something that's made such a huge difference in my life. And I thought this was a great way to bring it to more people because you don't have to be interested in minimalism or simplicity to benefit or be curious about this fashion challenge. It can really be the step into a lot of life changes um, without even knowing that that's where it starts. Yeah. Well, I'm excited to dig into it. It definitely, it seems like it's covering a lot more ground this time um, and sort of getting behind, you know, the energy behind why you wanted to create this project, create the challenge itself. And the book is- The book is beautiful. (laughs) Thank you. I think it's really pretty too. Um, I wanted to give people a roadmap so that there is a set of rules and answers to all of your possible fears, questions, um, concerns, all the things you think I could never do this because. (laughs) Right. uh, But then also permission to break the rules and create something that works really well for you because there's no possible way that there is a one size fits all solution to getting dressed every day. 
Yeah, I love that. And I love the flexibility piece about it too, because I definitely know people that would take the challenge and it would be the exact opposite effect. They would make themselves crazy because they would be so focused on the concept of the 33 and defeat the purpose. But I think like, you know, saying, being, giving yourself permission to say, well, 34 pieces is, is still okay. And I, and look at, you know, all the good I'm doing with, you know, using these pieces, but I just can't get rid of that one pair of strappy sandals. So I'm going to keep it in the Yeah. Cause I did, I mean, my, my sister, my one sister could never do this because the idea of having to limit herself, she would see it that way. It's you know, I'm limiting myself and I can't possibly do this, but, but I, I like the freeingness of it all. And I like that. It's just a matter of opening the closet and grabbing a couple things, throwing it in my swim bag and I'm done. Like I'm ready to go. So it makes packing for the pool so much easier for me these days, especially. It makes packing for everything easier. I mean, yeah. travel has so much easier now that I know I really can get dressed with a lot less than I thought. Yeah. And especially when I'm on vacation or I'm traveling for work, you know, I'm in a totally different city. It doesn't matter if I'm wearing the same things over and over again. Right. And it doesn't even matter when I'm at home if that's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's funny how we, you know, here I am presenting some rules for this challenge. And if that makes people nervous, I just say, remember all the rules you imposed on yourself, all the fashion rules you've imposed on yourself over your lifetime and what you thought you were supposed to wear, what you should own, how you wanted people to perceive you based on what you were wearing. Like we, and it's not that we're, you know, we realized we were following these, this set of standards, but certainly a lot of us were. The book is out now and people can get that anywhere books are sold. You've got like an indie site too, if people would rather buy from like a small business as opposed to, you know, the big ones. I want to switch gears back to something we talked about a little bit right before the interview started. And we're both fans of Laura Vanderkam. And I had attributed this quote to you because I think you might've quoted it once, but, but I love it. And I love being able to share this with people, especially because I've come to the realization that I don't ever want to say the word busy again, if I don't have to, I find busy to be a very stressful word. So Laura said, instead of saying, quote, I don't have time, try, it's not a priority and see how that feels. So can you talk about how you've used that in your own, in your own life, you know, mitigate frustration about wasting time, spending time, not having enough time, things like that. Cause I think it definitely turns the tables on finding the time to do the things that are most important to us. It definitely does. And, and busyness. So gets in the way, I think it gets in the way of us starting projects that we want to start it gets in the way of us communicating and connecting with each other because I know when I start to have a conversation with someone and I say, hey, how's it going? And they say, oh, I'm really busy or I'm crazy busy or so busy. All I hear is I don't have time for you right. or this conversation, but it's, it's been, become such a habit, such a competition, like busyness is really where it's at. Uh, and I think we have to stop telling each other how busy we are for starters. It would be a great gift because not only are we stressing each other out, but we're stressing ourselves out because as we talk about how busy we are, we're only forcing that mindset. And so our bodies are reacting to that and we have more anxiety and we're rushing, making more mistakes. Um, So this idea of choosing what 
is in maybe not in balance for you, maybe not what you have time for, but what is in priority, what you have, what is your priority? That really works for me because it gives you a clear path forward and it makes all the little stuff that you think you have to do, but you really don't have to do mm-hmm. feel way less important if you highlight what that priority is. Yeah. And another author that I really love, Sarah Knight, she kind of breaks down that whole like to-do list into a must-do list and, and sort of taking everything on that list and paring it down. Like what absolutely has to get done today? What can I get done tomorrow? And then what do I want to do that maybe I want to prioritize and move it up to the top. So I love this, this concept that, you know, that Laura has shared with us about uh, rather than saying, I don't have time, it, it emphasizing the fact that, that you'd rather do something else and that it's okay to do that. We can give ourselves permission to say, this just really isn't important to me right now. Yeah. And I think too, we have to put ourselves on our to-do lists. If those to-do lists are driving our, our day and how we treat ourselves and what we have time for, we have to be at the top of those lists. If we're depleted, if we're overwhelmed, it, then none of the stuff below is happening or happening within the way that it could, within that efficiency or productivity. So we have to take care of ourselves first and foremost. Yes, ma'am, we do. And we cannot serve from an empty vessel. I think that's Eleanor Brown. I think that one I got right. <laughs> so your, your website is a plethora of fantastic resources. Um, so if someone were looking to get started with a minimalist's lifestyle or kind of like, you know, digging into your philosophy a bit, where should they start? Go to bemorewithless.com. And like you said, I mean, there is really almost 10 years of content there, but you can break it down by category. So whether you want to start by addressing your clutter or your busyness or your health, um, you can search by category. And if you sign up and subscribe, you can also get some really good kind of welcome information that takes you step by step in how to get started. So you're not lost amongst all of those articles. Right. Uh, And then also Instagram for me is kind of like the day by day. So I'm not posting on my website every day, Okay. but I post almost every day on Instagram. So that's really, I think the best place for immediate connection. Great. Uh, And that's more with less too, right? At be more with less. Yes. Okay. So be more with less.com and be more with less at inst or at be more with less on Instagram. It's where everybody can connect with Courtney Carver, the um, goddess of minimalism. If you will, <laughs> I'm so excited that you carved time to be on the show today. So I appreciate it and thank you so much. It's my pleasure. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed it, I'd love for you to hit that subscribe button and then scat on over to leave a rating and review for Elevate Your Aid. This ensures that Apple Podcasts knows we are out there and providing great content for you, the audience. Want 22 new ways to make more time and do the things you love? Go to chrismcpeak.com forward slash elevate for my free guide on rockstar time management. That's chrismcpeak.com forward slash elevate. The guide is free and it's just for Elevate Your 8 listeners. See you next week. Keep elevating.